0: okay welcome to barreled Podcasts. my name is andrew and uh i am the host of barreled podcast i'm a surfer i'm a father of three from dunsborough in western australia it's about half an hour from margaret river um lived in the southwest for about 25 years i absolutely love surfing uh and i I love podcasts uh i guess i'm a bit of a, a pro surfing nerd and i really enjoy talking about it um I've sort of taken inspiration from some of my favorite podcasts, including Ain't That Swell, uh, Lipped, Surf Splendor. They're some of my favorites and I've uh, taken inspiration from them to Bring You a barreled Podcast. So we're going to be talking about the WSL, which is the World Surf League, Fantasy Surfing and All Things Surfing. Uh, in future episodes, we'll, we'll go into a bit of history about the Margaret River area, uh, some of the characters that have, I guess, helped forge the the identity of the region. In this particular episode, we're talking about the Margaret River competition, which was held last month. And we're also going to do a bit of a review of the Oi Rio Pro in Brazil. So without further ado, hope you enjoy the Barrel Podcast and uh, on with the show. (laughs) podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Namu Bromley, and I'm here in the studio here today with Tyron T-Bone Yolden. How are you, T-Bone? Good, thanks, Namu, mate. Thanks for having me here today. Thanks for coming on board with the Barreled Podcast as the co-host today. Um, just a bit a bit about what we're uh, trying to achieve here with the Barreled Podcast, I guess. I've just uh, been really enjoying listening to podcasts over the little last couple of years, and uh, thought, well, why not start one myself? So that's that's what we're here today to do, to talk a bit, a bit about the WSL, a bit about surfing in general, and uh, what we love and, and don't love so much about surfing. Tyron, T-Bone, tell us a bit about yourself, mate. How long have you lived in the uh, southwest of WA?
1: Yeah, been living in the southwest this time for nearly seven years. Um, yeah, moved away quite some time ago, Did a fair bit of traveling and, uh, yeah, eventually found myself back here. Um, Back in the early days, Nami, when you were down here, what, 20-odd years ago? I think I was down here for a year or so. I
0: think we may have even lived together for a little while. Yeah,
1: we uh, had that house up on the hill at up for a little bit. Paradise. Paradise, mate. Yeah, so, no, it's it's a great... um, it's a great area to live in, to surf, to raise a family. Um, yeah, it's been excellent being back here, mate. Everyone's a winner, everyone's happy.
0: <laughs> everyone everyone wins in the southwest. Um, so except this time of year when it's raining and onshore. Yeah, that's
1: exactly right. But hey, there's a bit of sunshine coming through now, so Yeah, absolutely. Have you been surfing much lately? Uh, last week, surfed Monday to Friday, which was it's been, which is pretty good. Um, Monday to Friday. Yes. Uh, where did I surf? I think I surfed left. surf Inji Point on the Monday. which let's talk about
0: spots on the podcast. What are you doing?
1: Oh, all right. Sorry Sur- about that. Everywhere's a secret. I Surfed a <laughs> undisclosed location <laughs> in the southwest. Can't really tell you, but yeah, had a few few fun days last week, mate. It was really good to get back in the water and get a few
0: days under my belt. Yeah, nice. I, I actually worked all week, so I missed out on a few of the offshore days and a few of the secret breaks that you're talking about, but I did manage to get out on, on the weekend when it was raining and onshore and, and horrible.
1: Oh, awesome, mate. Awesome. Yeah,
0: stoked. But you get that. Surfed the secret winter points on my uh, Malibu, which was actually pretty fun. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Bought out the longboard, and um, by the time I left, there was foilers and stand-up paddleboarders and all sorts of things, but um, it was good fun. Good to get out there. Definitely, mate. That's great. We actually recorded this podcast last week with the uh, Margaret River wrap-up. We're actually recording this in Dunsborough, which is half an hour away or so from Margaret River. Uh, We did our Margie's Comp wrap-up, but uh, unfortunately the audio got deleted. So it's uh, with the gods, with Huey right now. So we can't actually bring that to you. So here we are wrapping it up again. Now, T Bone, tell me about Margaret River. What What were your favourite parts about the comp?
1: I really enjoyed watching the box, man. I think that from a, from a spectator, the box was awesome to watch, man. That was absolutely awesome.
0: The box, yeah, unbelievable. I um I was actually down at the comp site that day that they were uh, running the box, and um, I arrived just in time to see oh mate uh, Jack Robinson get putted off his head and. Um, I think he got two nines in the end. Oh, what a heat that was, mate, against Felipe, eh? Unbelievable. I think um, Felipe would probably, if he had his time again, he'd probably be going, well, I probably should have swung on a couple of those when I had priority. Um, I think Jack Robo's second nine was actually uh, under priority. Felipe just sort of... He
1: pat it over the back of it, didn't he?
0: Didn't want a bar of that one, which is um, surprising when you're going for a world title. Um, or, you know... I haven't surfed the box. I wouldn't wouldn't profess to actually be able to surf it. But you know, if I was a professional surfer, I'd definitely be. You'd hope you'd be swinging on those ones.
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. I tell you what, the, the
0: the positioning is critical in that wave. Have you surfed it? Uh, no, I haven't, mate. I'm I'm such an expert on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure experts in the podcast studios. Yes. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's an interesting one. They, they they were talking about you know should they run run the ladies out there and um, you know how they would go. What's your thoughts on that? I think some of the ladies definitely are capable of surfing waves like that. Carissa Moore,
1: Steph Gilmore, um, Courtney Connologue. Man, I, I would have thrown the girls out there for sure. I think that the level of, of surfing has definitely increased over the years. Um, the girls want a piece of it. Do you think they do, though? Well, there's only one way to find out. Huh? Throw Ooh. them out there. I, mean, I, I think some of those girls surf better than, than, than a lot of guys. Well, yeah. Maybe not pro tour, on tour, but they the surfing is, is, is unbelievable. And I think someone like Chris Amore, I mean, you watch her at Backdoor Pipe. She can surf Backdoor Pipe. I think she can surf the box.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I Well, you know, I think most of the girls who are on tour are, are going to smash it out there. Um, whether or not they should have a whole compact there, I don't know. Maybe maybe, perhaps a, um expression session or something along those lines. I Yeah.
1: Ease them easy into it, you
0: think? Well, whether or not they, they need to be getting 10-foot 10, 10 barrels at the box to prove their worth or, or, or not, I don't know. It's um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh, what else did you sort of take take on board during the Margies comp? Uh,
1: it's a hard way to surf. Um, you can see the bigger guys and more powerful type surfers um, do excel at marks. I mean, you look at Geordie, look at John John. Um, it's, it's, it's a hard way to surf. I mean, it it takes a lot of power. You know, if, if you're a little guy, it's, it's, it's a little, it's definitely a little bit more difficult. You know, you hit those bumps and they can sort of throw you off balance, you know. So, yeah, no, I think overall, uh, the guys that came through, I thought, yeah, they were some of my fantasy tips. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't think the, the riots that the rights had a lot of bump on it. I think it was challenging for the guys, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, it was interesting that, obviously, John John won, won Margies again. Uh, so that's, that's sort of his second consecutive victory at Margies because last year they, they took it away um, and took it to uh, Bali, Oluwatu. So, yeah, John John's won two in a row there and pretty similar surfing. Mate,
1: his his carve thing is just phenomenal, and the judges love it, and so do we. Talk um, us
0: through talk us through the carve. What does he actually do? What's the technical um, thing that he, he does with that?
1: Oh, mate! Somehow he just keeps that speed through that that turn. Um, it's just unbelievable how much power he generates going back into the into the into the um, the the, the white water.
0: He sort of holds his rail all the way through, and almost. Almost at the end of the carb he's almost generating more speed. It's really, yeah, it's unbelievable. It's crazy to watch. So the other interesting thing there was that Clay Andino and Dino was um, the finalists. Yeah, two uh, years in, row, in two years in a row as well.
1: Yeah, no, that's good for him. I mean, he's he's obviously he's been on tour for a few years now. Um, I think he's really hoping to have a bit of a breakout year and climb up the ratings and, and be a real threat at the pointy end of the year.
0: Did you know he hasn't won a comp yet? Uh
1: no, I didn't. No, I didn't.
0: Yeah, it's still to break the duck with uh, a victory, for, uh Kalei. But um, I reckon he'll he'll get one this year.
1: Was he in the finals at uh, Quicksilver Pro as well? Yeah, so he came yeah. to
0: second to um, uh, Italo in at Durambar when they they didn't have enough swell to hold it at the actual comp site or the main comp site.
1: So yeah, well, he's, yeah, well, he's 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 getting close. Only one more to go.
0: So, what's your what's your thoughts about? um continuing on with motor river as a competition venue
1: i think for the lo- uh, for the area i mean it'd be great you know for for tourism for local businesses i think it's an awesome place for people to come and visit and surf and i'm pretty sure the majority of the world too would love to keep coming back yeah i think that
0: you know if it was at the box it would be a no-brainer um I think I just think that everyone's they they seem to not enjoy so much surfing at Margaret River main break. It's it sort of needs to be ten foot to be sort of exciting, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean it is the wild west, you know. Um that's it's probably WA is probably quite different to pretty much all locations on the tour. It's you never know where you could be surfing, ten foot Margaret River, eight foot jacking box, you could be at North Point, you could be at Boat Ramps. It's yeah. a pretty big playing field and, um, yeah, it's raw, powerful and, and challenging, you know. Um, it's, it's unlike some of the more perfect type ways that, that you get on the tour.
0: Um, one thing we do like doing on uh, Barreled Podcast, certainly for this episode and for future episodes, our, is our Kelly Goat Watch. How did our friend, the greatest of all time, the goats kelly slater how'd he go in muck river mate
1: mate he was looking ominous at the box um i can't remember who knocked him out in his next heat at main break but he was looking good mate um i think he's you know after crummers i think the confidence up you know he took a couple of big scalps you can see he's got that fire in his belly um
0: well if you take that 33rd away that he got it at uh uh in queensland he's he's had a fifth, a third, and a ninth now, which puts him well inside the top ten. Not bad for forty seven. Forty seven is he? Jeez. What an old bloke he is. Yep. He um yeah I don't know how his knees are holding up after all that that surfing. He obviously hasn't played footy. No AFL. No. Yeah, so well, do you reckon he's in title contention?
1: Ooh, see how we go. I mean it's you've got what, J Bay, Cho Pu he could potentially win both of those events.
0: Now, the word on the street um, from old T-Bone himself was that Kelly had pulled out of, of Brazil. Oh, I think I got the bump steer there, <laughs> don't I? Well, I think he definitely made it to, to Brazil. We'll talk about that a little later. He well and truly did, yeah. He did indeed. <laughs> How did our, our old mate Evoka Jesus go in the Mote River Comp?
1: Yeah, how did he go now, he? I'll
0: tell you how he went. He had a big old dirty turd. <laughs> <laughs> the the 33rd position is back this year. They've got four, four 33rds to dial out at every event, and unfortunately, our mate, the uh, big evoker Jesus, got a big dirty turd in I the Murray River. I would have Lincoln.
1: expected him to do a little bit better at Margaret River. He, yeah, he's
0: one of those guys that can certainly bust through those, those ribs and chops in the waves, isn't he? So, a surprising one.
1: No, definitely, mate. Who did he go down? Let's have a look, mate. I think he went down to. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Where are you, mate? <laughs> I'm going to edit he this. Went down, on it. <laughs> he went down anyway.
0: He went down. Big evoke of like Jesus. Um, probably a surprise in uh, in that result. Anyway, now. What we also like to do at the Barreled podcast is talk about our fantasy teams. How did you go in the Murray River Comp, mate?
1: Ah, uh, shit as usual, mate. <laughs> um, it's a bit like my AFL tipping. Um, what did I get, mate? I got four hundred and thirty-five points.
0: Four thirty-five. That's not too bad.
1: i um, I think my overall rank is thirty-two thousand. So I'm killing it. Um, but I do. I, I I traditionally go better in the in the back half of the of the year. Yeah. So let's see if I can make up a, a thirty thousand places.
0: Thirty thousand places. I had a uh, 465 in uh, Murray River, and uh, yeah, I think that was that was alright. That was an event rank of 14,000th, 315. So not not overly good, but you get that.
1: Yeah, Wade and Leo uh, let me down. Or well, poor old Leo, he injured himself, but um, he obviously went out early. Zeke Lau, I expect a little bit more from Zeke Lau. Um, mm. I think he bowed out pretty early as well, the big Hawaiian. And obviously John John, obviously won the won the
0: contest. And Did you have Jack Robbo in your team? I didn't, mate, no. Mm. I had him in the team, and when he dominated at the box, I was thinking, great, here we go. There's some points on offer here. He's going to absolutely smash it. And uh, then he got knocked in the next round. What are you looking at there, mate?
1: Oh, just looking at, yeah, just looking at the fantasy, mate, the, the points.
0: Yeah, okay. Now we did talk about uh, Moat River staying on the tour. Let's hear T-Bane's perfect tour schedule.
1: Perfect tour schedule. Yeah. What would
0: you What would you have on the tour? What would you have off the tour?
1: I. You know, you'd have to keep the Quick Pro on the Gold Coast. That's a no-brainer. I'd agree with that. Bell's Beach. It, it's got to be one of the longest-running contests on tour. So it's iconic. You'd have to keep that as well. Karamas, you know, to, to paddle out one other guy in the water, you'd want to keep that on the tour. Although Does, I'd the like...
0: Thing with Karamas is that they always seem to get good waves.
1: I know, they've been pretty lucky. I, I would like to see going back to G-land. I mean, put the guys back in the jungle and have, have, an, have another vent out there. Sure. Uh, Margaret River Pro... You know, I mean, it's it's good. Like I said, it's good for tourism. It's good for the local businesses. But I, I'm not sure if it's it's um, you know, if if it's here to stay for long term.
0: Well, I think they've got two more years um, as a competition, as a CT. So I wouldn't be surprised if it went back to a QS after that.
1: Yeah, mate. To be honest, I mean, I love J Bay. I love, love Choupo. I'd love to see Cloudbreak back on. You know, from a spectator's point of view, Cloudbreak is amazing. And I'm sure, I'm sure everyone on tour would love to have cloud break on tour. So for whatever reason, that's off. That'd be great to have that back on. It's got to be
0: a monetary reason, doesn't it? It's too too expensive to hold it.
1: I'm not sure, Matt. I'm not sure if it was a political or monetary, but um, yeah, it. it the South Pacific leg was, um, yeah, great to watch.
0: I also and think the, with the Murray River situation, that's having three comps in Australia is probably a bit long in terms of, yeah, just the way that it's set up. So yeah, I mean you've got Australian right hand point break, Australian right hand point break, and essentially Mark River is a right now because it either gets main break either gets surfed as a right or it gets uh usually put at the box or north point, which yeah, are, it's all right handers, so geez, no wonder there's Bit um, of love for the goofies, huh? Bit of love for the goofies. Um just in terms of the top ten at the moment, we'll we'll look at that in a minute, but I think pretty much everyone in the top ten is is goofy foot except for perhaps Gabby, Gabby Medina and uh, Italo Ferreira. So it's um it's very natural foot. Natural yeah, John, Flo
1: Philippe, Geordie, Kanoa, Kelly, mm. Julian.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're right, um, mate.
1: Naturals are ruling.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, looking at the schedule, I would definitely have, uh, this is our dream tour. It used to be called the dream tour. We're, we're just dreaming up where we'd like it to be. I'd like it to be at Taburu as well. So the Pacific leg I reckon would be awesome. Tahiti and Tavarua. I'd get rid of Moat River. Um that's too damn crowded down here now already. So hopefully um well not hopefully, but I think that'll that will drop off the tour. Um I would also like to see perhaps two events in America, have the freshwater and trestles. What what do you think about the um Kelly's wave tank as as a venue?
1: Um as a spectator, uh, I, I find it quite monotonous.
0: Monotonous?
1: Yeah. Mm. I would love to surf it, um, but watching it, it actually gets quite boring, to be honest, mate.
0: Yeah, I'd still I'd, well, I'd still rather watch someone surfing in a wave pool than, I don't know, golf or something, watching golf. Yeah, true, actually, true. Actually, golf is not too bad to watch. Um, let's say wakeboarding or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's still it's still fun to watch, but I, mean, I know I what
1: you mean. I, I won't tune in. Um,
0: you won't tune in. <laughs>
1: no, I won't tune in. On.
0: Mate, you've got to research the show. What are you, what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> okay, we'll tune in. Um,
0: just step back on that mic, mate. Yeah,
1: it's it's something about um, the, the wave pools. Um, like I said, it'd be fun to do it. Oh, it'd be so fun. But to watch it, you know, it just lacks all those elements that, you know, swell, wind, all, all the different elements that, that, um, that challenge the surfers.
0: Yeah, I think if they could vary the waves, if they, you know, for one, it's too long. So if you want to finish the ride, you've got to surf with a certain level of safety. Otherwise, you're going to fall down and you're going to miss half the ride. Number two, every wave is pretty much the same. So top turn, top turn, top turn, tube, top turn, top turn, mm. tube, top turn, um, maybe an air to finish like we saw Felipe do. But but yeah, I'd, I'd like to see some very vari- variation in the waves. That'd be good to see. Um, but yeah, I I'd I still keep it on on tour. Maybe uh, maybe maybe more a specialty event like they have the stab. Yeah, st- stab yeah, high. thing yeah, at Waco. I think so too, mate. So if in in terms of balance, you you kind of need two two comps in America. Where 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 else would you have one? In America. Yeah. New York, baby. New York. Well, when they did have the comp there, the waves were amazing. But it was was wasn't it Hurricane Sandy or something. <laughs> You want to have good waves if there's a hurricane belting your you whole east coast, but um, yeah. And uh, now what about the European leg? You've got um, France beach breaks and then you've got Portugal beach breaks. What, what are your thoughts there?
1: Well, both hit and miss really over yeah. the years, um, especially Portugal, but super tubes, yeah. I mean, when it's on, it's it's pretty amazing. Uh, I personally would keep both. I, I mean, I'm I, I mean, you've you've got a pretty big playing field uh, in France as well. You've got lots of different beaches you can choose. Yeah, yeah. And I guess at supers you can go around around the um, the peninsula and surf a couple of different areas as well. What they yeah, did last just, year, they, the
0: year before, they need to make it more mobile, don't they? Because, um, yeah, it really is that little peninsula there. And if it's onshore at uh, super cheap, super tubos, then you've got the um, around the back there. There's it's offshore and. Mobile accounts get gets quite good yeah. as well. Yeah, being
1: mobile, um, yes, it, it'd be challenging to hold a, a mobile comp. I'm, I'm sure, logistically and.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, I, it was interesting when I was when I went down to the Margaret River comp um, on the Saturday where they held the box day. They've got a full setup um, on the points down down opposite um, the box. If uh, if you've never been to Margaret River or never been to the box you actually park in the car park and uh the box is pretty much across the bay from uh, um river main break so they've got a full full setup down there with the judges tower and everything on the on the beach at the box which is quite interesting cool i think if they can do that there they can do it in in portugal yeah i guess so there's there's no way it's anywhere near as remote um as Murray river in in portugal have have you been to super tubes
1: Yes, I have, mate, many, many moons ago. Did you get it on? Not really, mate. Mm. I think it was about 78 knots <laughs> onshore.
0: Onshore.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't. I paddled out and probably lasted 10 minutes.
0: Shocker. Shocker. Um, all right, so we've already done this, but we have uh, we did it last week with our, with our picks for Rio. And um, obviously it's been and run now, but... Give Me, your fantasy team for Rio.
1: Well, I had Philippe Gabby, John John, David yep. Silva, Griff Colopinto,
0: David Silva. Interesting,
1: yeah, he actually did it right. Uh, Yago Dora, uh, uh Adriano de Souza, and Italo Ferreira. I went at the full Braz- well,
0: almost the Brazilian storm. The Brazilian storm, we'll, we'll get into the points shortly, but um. I had Felipe, Gabby, Julian Wilson, John, 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 John. Um, I had the Spartan, Michelle Barreras, Griffin Colopinto, who at the point that point I was thinking he's got a he's got a click in the gear at some stage. I had the the Skull himself, Owen Wrights, and also Jesse Mendez. So I had, a, I had a half a Brazilian storm, I guess. Well, three out of my eight. Lloyd um,
1: got knocked out early, didn't he?
0: He did, yes. Well, while well, well, we're talking about it, we might as well get into the Brazilian uh, event at the Oio Rio Pro. Once again, taken out by our little mates, Felipe Toledo. Smashed it in the final. I think he got an 18-point heat total to win over Jordi. What happened to Jordi in that one, mate?
1: Um, I think he just didn't get the waves. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Simple as that. Um, but I'll tell you what, matching Felipe's air game... I don't think anyone on tour can can beat him at the moment in the air. That wind, that speed he was generating, um, yeah, it he, he was crazy.
0: Yeah, it was it was amazing. He's, um, yeah, just he, he's he's sort of got that that ability in that he's got Brazil so down in terms of winning it and um, just doing different surfing. It's almost like what John John's doing at Moat River. Yeah. And, um you know, say Kelly does at Pipeline. Um, Felipe's got that down at, at, at Brazil um yeah so a couple of controversial moments there did you did you see about the uh they were having it at the left um what's it called Etuna I think it is and um the little well not little the barrel in the corner Bariño was absolutely firing did you say that
1: no Barinha's the right, right?
0: Bariño is the right where yeah. they held it last year when it was it was piping off its head for the final day um so, I think it was the second last day they had that they started the girls down the beach at A and and um, sort of fat, fat left. It was it looked okay, but then the free surfing footage was released later of uh, Beringa and it was absolutely firing. Really? It was about sort of eight foot and barreling off its head. Oof. I was calling it similar to sort of Backdoor or North Point and in terms of how good it was. so Wow. Okay, so let's get into the goods and the bad in Brazil. What, what's your uh, three good points about Brazil?
1: The crowds, mate. How crazy were they? I've never seen so many people on the beach before.
0: It's amazing that they don't have a big crowd stampede. There's apparently th- tens of thousands yep. of people on the beach.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy the amount of passion that they bring to the beach. Passion. And yeah, I don't know how many thousands of people were down there, but uh, it'd be pretty incredible to surf, you know, especially if you're a local, surfing in front of a crowd like that. Tell yeah, me that doesn't amazing. Um, pump, you, yeah. pump you up, you know?
0: Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, I can't I can't imagine that sort of passion in the Australian crowds, except maybe at the footy where uh, oh, there's been a bit of controversy there the umpires, uh, and the umpires and the AFL have been telling people to tone down their behaviour at the at the football, which is just crazy. Yeah,
1: mate, what's next?
0: Anyway, um, what about, uh, one thing that I found quite interesting and really good was the commentary at the Brazil um, event. Did you see, did you hear much of it?
1: Not much. Um, I know uh, Joey Tappel uh, wasn't there, neither was uh, Rondog. Where though. was Joey? I oh, probably probably having a bit of R&R with the family. I'm not sure.
0: She's only do 10 events. Resting those vocal cords for the next event? maybe. I thought that um, Rondog is a welcome addition to the commentary team. Well, not an addition. He's been there for a while, but I sort of missed having him there. I did think that having BL uh, Button Lynch there was amazing. I, I love listening to BL's analysis of yeah. the situation. Um, do you know who the uh, South African guy was? Uh, Brad Bricknell. Brady Bricknell.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's an ex Ex-pro from South Africa. Um, Do you know what area? I'm not sure, mate. Maybe Durban? Yeah, okay. I didn't realize he was uh, a commentator. Um, you know, there's another uh, South African um, commentator who does a lot of the QS events. Can't remember his name. But um, Is it the kneeboarder?
0: There's like a kneeboarder guy who is a commentator. I can't remember his name either.
1: No, I didn't realize. When I was tuning in, mate, um, I sort of caught mainly Barton.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And the Hawaiian guy? Kaipo. Kaipo, that's it.
0: Kaipo, and then we've got Potts, Mr. Martin Potter. Um, give me your thoughts on Potts, mate. What do you think? He's a legend. Legend?
1: Yeah. I love his commentary. Do you? Yeah. And um, no, he, he he reads it really well. And uh, he's, he's got a lot of knowledge. You know, what 88 world champion? 89, I believe. 89? Yeah, yeah. He
0: loves to see the old boys do well. Yeah. He gets excited when Kelly. Yeah, that's because Kelly, well. was, Kelly was on tour with him. It was so long ago. he has been on there for 35 years or something now.
1: I, I used to really enjoy Potts. Well, I do enjoy Potts. Potts
0: and uh, Ross Williams are a really good combo. Ross Williams. So he's out of the commentary box altogether, isn't
1: he? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I think he, he's coaching
0: John John. Is he back coaching John John?
1: Not sure. Not sure. I, I think yeah, some something to do with John John Steele in, in the coaching coaching world. Mm. Yeah, he, he, he's he's uh, he was a great commentator, very analytical and. Um,
0: yeah, I I liked listening to Ross Williams as well. I thought that he, his analysis of the you know, maneuvers and um, strategy within a heat was pretty good, but um, yeah, at the same time I'm I'm not a fan of pots. I've got to say, I yeah, he he. Tries to encourage safe surfing for some reason. I don't, I don't. really understand that. What do you reckon, Strider, mate? Well, he's uh, he spends eight hours a day in the water on a jet ski or whatever. I think he's good. Yeah. Well, sometimes he's just on a board, isn't he? Yeah, he does a lot of time in the water, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> just get waterlogged. <laughs> he's a bit fried, mate. You get. You don't realize how cold you get even in warm water. But being in the water for that long. But anyway. Um. Now we talked a little bit about Felipe. Why Why is he so good in Brazil? I don't know. Is Sacramento
1: hometown? I mean, he, Who knows? the crowd lifts him. Like I think he even said that in his post-interview after the final. Yeah, he, he gets fe- fired up. He feeds off the crowd. Um, when he got in, when he made it to the quarters, you could see he just started to lift a couple of notches. Yeah, yeah. His variations and airs. Um, yeah, he's he's just so hungry, and he's he's so confident now, and he knows he can make those big airs and stomp them.
0: Yeah, I just yeah, he's just amazing. I think he's really good in the barrel too. He's a great barrel rider. Um, I don't know how how his uh, big wave game is going these days, but he seems to be pretty confident when it's overhead and and hollow.
1: Yeah, I mean, how old is he? Man, he's still young. He's 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 going to get his next few years. Look out. I mean, I mean, I'm, let's hope Chope's ten foot this year, and we'll and we'll see how we'll he's see how everyone
0: to... goes. Yeah. Um, he did get he did get to Chopi last year and got a couple. of, packed the big tubes before the comp started, but um, I don't know if you made any, but he certainly got into a few. Now, my big highlight for the Brazil event was uh, old legend Sally Fitzgibbons taking the win.
1: I know, that's amazing. And and she's taken the, uh,
0: the ratings lead now. Eh? World number one, Sally Fitzgibbons. What a huge, huge result for her. Um, it was a great weekend for Australian Australian ladies doing well in their sporting endeavours. We had Ash Barty taking the number one ranking in the world of tennis, which is equally amazing as uh, as Sally's results. And yeah, it's looking good for Australian Australian women's tennis for a change.
1: I know she just came out of nowhere.
0: Well, two years ago she was ranked four hundred or th- four hundred or something like that, and um, it's also a bit of a I don't know, a demonstration to a couple of absolute fucking pinheads uh, from Australia that show the world how not to act on and off a tennis court being old mate, curios and um, what's the other goose? What's his, what's his name? Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> He's been off the radar for a bit. Bernard Tomic. Yeah. That's it. Have, have a look at Ash Barty, fellas, and see how he should behave anyway. Um, yeah, so Sally, Sally took the win, took the gold jersey, heading into J-Bay with all the confidence in the world, and I reckon she, I reckon she could take it out this year.
1: Mate, she, it'd, it'd be a great story for her. She's been the little battler. You know, she's had uh, a, a up and down um, results, and uh, it'd be awesome to see her maintain that through the second half of the year and uh, hopefully clinch her first title. I know it's a bit early days, but, yeah, and that was great. I think that's the third time she's won in Brazil.
0: Oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. I think so, mate. Yeah, so, so she's a fan. She trains
1: hard. She's really motivated. Really nice person. Um, looks like she's got
0: some great boards under her feet. Yeah, excellent. So she beat Carissa in the final. Um, now, that was one of my my negative points about the Brazilian Brazil comp was I love Carissa's surfing. I just thought she got overscored against uh, Steph in the. Uh, semi's, what was it? Semi's, I think it was. What did, what did you think about that? Did you did you see that hate?
1: I didn't actually see it, mate.
0: Yeah, it was an interesting one. Chris, was it the quarters? Yeah, it might have been the quarters.
1: Not the quarters. No, it must have been the semi's.
0: Semi's, yeah. So, um, Steph got a huge barrel. Well, not a huge barrel, but she got a sick barrel. She got a nine for it, which was, I think, well deserved. Um, but then Chris sort of did two turns and fell on her last manoeuvre. I think she got. Maybe like seven point five, seven point eight for it, which was overscored. Yeah, I, think, I think it was overscored. Whether or not it it impacted the result, I don't know. But yeah, other than that, I think the judging was pretty good in Brazil.
1: I mean, that was a pretty close heat. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, Steph was just chasing a backup, a second wave.
0: One thing that that did that did uh, ensure happening was obviously Sally getting the yellow jersey, and um, Steph dropped down to third.
1: Oh no, mate! The women have got. This is quite interesting now.
0: So the top five in the women's WSL rankings, WCT, we've got Sally Fitzgibbons at number one. We've got Chris Amore at number two. Steph Gilmore is third. We've got Courtney Conlog at fourth. And Caroline Marks in fifth place.
1: Well, yeah, she's actually equal fifth with Lakey Peterson. Oh, is that right? Okay. Wow. All equal fourth. Yeah, and then you got Tadiana Western Webb snapping at the heels just behind.
0: So she's the Brazilian girl, yeah. Yep, (laughs) or is she Hawaiian? Who knows? Brazilian Hawaiian. She's she's done the Olympics thing and switched her allegiance so she can make the uh, make the uh, yeah. My little dark horse went up one
1: spot. Coco Ho. She's gone a tenth.
0: (laughs) Coco, I could she'll bring
1: it home and J
0: well, you'd think she'd be getting some results because she absolutely rips. I love love watching her surf. Now, what did we have in Rio? We had Felipe taking out Jordi. Uh, semi-finalists, we had Frederico Moraes. What a huge result for the Portuguese fellow, Fred.
1: I tell you what, I mean, he should he should actually get a, uh, another wild card for j and If you can remember now, I mean, I think a couple of years ago, he, he finaled uh, J-Bay with Felipe. So that's right, that's if right. If it's pumping... F- Freddie gets another result. He could possibly—I don't know how it works Nami, but all these injury wildcards. If he keeps stringing together some good results, he might be able to requalify next year.
0: I think if you get third in an event, you should automatically get a wild card for the next one, certainly if there's any injury injury concerns. Yeah. Um, now, who else was third? Uh, Kaleihe was also a semi-finalist. Now he's having a great year.
1: He is, mate. He is. Not a bad result for Kanoa Igarashi.
0: Yeah, Kanoa also equal fifth. Julian Wilson equal fifth. Puts him back into a better position on the, on the ratings. Uh, Gabriel Medina, fifth. Interestingly, he got beat by Kolohe. I, I couldn't believe that.
1: I oh, know, that's a huge win. You know, that silenced the crowds, that one, mate.
0: I think, I think perhaps that, that right hand at is just a little challenging on the back It looks tricky, mate. It looks yeah. tricky. I know that Medina did one big rotor. That was the only sort of turn he was able to get out of the wave, and he got a, maybe a five point five or a six or so. But um, yeah, in the end, Kalahe convincingly beats the reigning world champion.
1: Yeah, no, that was good for Kalahe. Real big conference boost. Now, tell me what happened to JJ, mate, John John Florence. John 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 injured himself.
0: Well, I was actually watching. I didn't. I wasn't staying up all night to watch that one, but I saw the heat analyzer on WSL.com. And, uh, yeah, he just, just went for a bit of a flyaway aerial and, um, tweaked his knee somehow. He was up against, uh, old mate, Wade Carmichael, the evoker Jesus in, I think that was the round of 16, five minutes to go in the heat. And all of a sudden he's tweaked his knee again.
1: Mate, I hope it's not serious. Um, yeah, it'd be a shame if it's long term. Um, he's been in scintillating form since he's been back on tour, and yeah, let's let's just hope for his sake and let's all his fans. Let's hope for everyone's sake. Let's hope for surfing's sake. because exactly, Having
0: mate. John John on tour is is uh, so much better than not having him on tour. Oh,
1: exactly, mate. It's why I tune in most of the time to watch the young Hawaiian. So yeah, let's just hope it's good news for him, and we see him at the next event.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so how long away is, is the J-Bay comp? I think it's in about a week and a half.
1: I'll tell you what, Nami, there's not much break. Uh, the waiting period starts July the 9th.
0: There you go, okay. So
1: they got, they got a little bit of time.
0: A couple of weeks. So the top 10 after J-Bay, uh, sorry, after J-Bay, top 10 after the Brazilian competition, the Roy...
1: <laughs> the oi rio pro
0: the oi rio pro john john maintains yellow yellow jersey position in number one we've got clohe second felipe is third we've got the south african phenomenon geordie smith in fourth quinoa igarashi the japanese surfer by way of huntington is in fifth
1: is that quinoa or kanoa mate
0: no uh, i'd call him quinoa because it's I mean, well that's a weird thing to say his name is Kanoe Garashi. Let's leave it at that. Sixth place. Who we got? Six. We We've got Itali. Islo in sixth. Now, Goat Watch Kelly Slater is in seventh place, and he's uh, he's up up two places from the previous event. So, it's just a rise up the rankings for Kelly. Yeah. Gabriel Medina is in uh, eighth place. Then we've got Julian Wilson in ninth and Ryan Cullinan yeah. in 10th. Is that right? It sounds about yeah, right.
1: Yeah, mate. Yeah, Ryan Cullinan is, is having a good year.
0: Oh, well, he, he should do. He absolutely rips. Um, unfortunately, once again, we've got another right-hander, which I don't think it's going to affect Arkell too much. I think he'll tear J Bay to pieces. Yeah,
1: he's got a crazy backhand attack.
0: And Wade's world, we've got Wade Carmichael. Where's he up to? He's up to Wade sitting fourteenth. He came up two places. Good on you, Wade Carmichael. Evoker Jesus, love you, mates. And uh, yeah, so he got a ninth, lo- losing out like we said to John. John, he's up two places from sixteenth. Well done. Now we did talk about our fantasy teams. How did your team go in the Oi Rio Pro T Bone?
1: Uh, average, mate. Average. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of winners, couple of losers. Um, you know, my obviously I had Philippe like most of our um, fantasy tippers out there. Yeah,
0: it'll be interesting to see who didn't have Felipe in their team.
1: Italo Ferreira, he he bowed out a bit early. I was hoping a little bit more from Italo. Gabby Medina, okay. Yago Dora, another one I thought it might have gone a bit further into the comp. Uh, David Silva, he was quite impressive. How many points did David score? 52.26. Okay. Julian Wilson, Griff Colapinto, and Adriano De Souza.
0: So Julian Wilson got fifth and only scored 62 points, which I thought was, was interesting. Couple, what was your total point score for the comp?
1: Total point score for the comp was 445.
0: Okay. I got 468 um, for that one. And what was your ranking for the event?
1: Uh, 13,000.
0: Okay. I I had two I got two thousand eight hundred for that one, so that was a better better results.
1: Just a few points make a big difference.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um and where are you where are you sitting in overall score and ranking?
1: Mate, I, overall, um let's see here now. Overall I am over well, I think I'm over over two and a half thousand points. Um
0: I think if you got two and a half thousand points you'd probably be winning. Sorry, mate,
1: I, I, I've two thousand <laughs> 2100 mate
0: 2100 yeah okay so i think there's about one hundred twenty thousand um uh, entrants in this um wsl fantasy league so that's not too bad i've got a overall score of 2292 and that's got me in 70th position overall so top 100 pretty stoked with uh
1: 2101 exactly
0: and what about leagues? Do you how what leagues are you in, mate?
1: I'm only in one, mate, there's three of us. It's the Coastal
0: Life Surf. So where, where where's my invite for the Coastal Life? I'd oh, love to speak to Waz <laughs> and I'll get you on board. That's uh Waza Boys, who is our co host, is currently absent from the Berald podcast studios, but he'll be he'll be there at some point for a uh a co host duties. Um so I've got a I'm in a few leagues. I'm in the Dragon Lit Podcast League, uh, which is I think there's 1130 participants in that. I've, I'm up That's to huge. fifth. Up to fifth in that one. Ho- hoping to uh, take the uh, the board. I think there's a board as a fi- as a prize at the end of the year. Hoping to take that off Jimmy and Kale, who are the co-hosts of Lipt's Podcasts, which is one of my favorite podcasts um i'm actually got the chocolates at the moment in the stab league number one out of 80 and wow doing well for, yeah having a good year so far are
1: you changing your picks mate or yeah you... um
0: yeah yep yeah. and uh the other one is snake tiles. i'm up to 14th in that one so shout out to jay patterson at snake Tails. um yeah so i've been where with i think the only consistent pick i've had is Griffin Colapinto he's been crabbing it the whole whole year so far. Um you've got the the rankings open there. Where, where is um where's Griffin in the uh
1: Griffin Colapinto I think he has moved up a couple of spots. Um let's have a look mate. I think he's he's down. He's 27th. 27th. Currently. There you go. So he came up six spots.
0: Six spots. If yeah, surely he can't not qualify. I mean, he's too good to miss out on qualification. I he's thought. a good
1: result at Jabo, and I think he's got the style to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, another, just looking at those bottom of the rankings there, Sebastian Zietz, What What's going on there?
1: Twenty ninth.
0: He's far too good to be twenty ninth. Oh no, mate! Thought.
1: It's just consistency.
0: I'd also like to put a shout out to Ricardo Christie, the uh, chair brave from New Zealand. Come on, Ricardo, you're also better than 17th. It'd be
1: good to see him, him stay on tour. Hope, hopefully, he'll get a good result. I
0: don't know. I think he's he's got a couple of 17ths and he's um, low in confidence, maybe, because he's, he's so good. I love watching him surf. Um, okay, so fantasy is done for Brazil. Obviously, they haven't got the. The uh, picks out for J-Bay, who, who are you looking to do well in the in J-Bay competition, mate?
1: Well, mate, I mean, Geordie. Geordie. You can't go past Geordie. Hopefully, he can um, put it together. I'd love to see Geordie take it out and, and, and get some points. Philippe, you know, what he did last year. What he did, two rotors? Two rotors. Two full rotations. I mean, that's that's incredible what he did at J-Bay.
0: Was that last year or the year before?
1: Yeah, maybe the year before. Who won last year? Uh, Philippe, didn't he? Philippe win last year.
0: Back to back. Yeah, I think he did actually.
1: Now, Kelly, you know, the GOAT. I've, I'm backing in Kelly for another good result. Okay. And I'd like to see uh, your man, Wade.
0: Wade, the evoker Jesus. Yeah, I'll, I'll, come on, Wade. I'd like You've to got see Wade mate. get
1: up there. And you know what? One guy I'd like to see get a good result, Jack Freestone.
0: I agree. Yeah, just come up on your mic a bit there, mate. Um, not that much. <laughs> um, I agree. I think Jack Freestone, he's inconsistent, but geez, when he when he gets on a run, he just absolutely yeah, rips. Yeah, he's an amazing surfer. Yeah. Um, I am thinking we're going to have a bit of a Brazilian storm once again in J-Bay. I think that Italy and Philippe and Gabriel are going to do well. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if Kanoa Igarashi makes the finals the, well the final day at the very least yeah okay but my tip for for jbay is going to be a geordie smith colohe and dino final and once again colohe is going to take a second i just think that uh they're both for me the form surfers um outside of brazil because brazil is obviously owned by felipe toledo and uh yeah i, I think those two will do well and i get the other thing is we'll see what John John's knee does because who knows about that one
1: yeah mate that's right I guess we're a bit too far out to see what the uh the forecast is
0: I I reckon it's going to be perfect J-Bay I'm just calling it now well not perfect but good good size and um yep there'll probably be a shark or two swimming through the lineup as usual uh no surprises there it's the ocean and um yeah looking forward to it I can't wait
1: yeah same mate it's it's one of my um favorite places on tour to watch as a spectator it's such an amazing wave um yeah favorite wave on the planet
0: so you've spent a bit of time in J bay haven't you yeah
1: um back in the mid 90s uh spent probably about six months in J bay six months yeah loved it man amazing wave amazing little town it's i mean it's probably changed a lot over the over over the years
0: 20 years i would have thought so yeah yeah no it was phenomenal I've been there a few times and never actually got it on, unfortunately. But um, you know, maybe maybe down down the track in the future I can get there.
1: Love to go back. Love to go back, mate.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today in the very first episode of Barreled Surf Podcast. T Bone, thank you for being here and uh, recording the first episode with us.
1: Pleasure, mate. This has been awesome.
0: And uh, we look forward to doing a bit of a J Bay wrap up when the uh, when the time is uh, coming around for that one and, uh, look forward to that. Thanks for listening. And, uh, don't forget you can, you can catch us on the socials. Uh, what have we got? We've got Facebook and we've also got Instagram. So keep an eye out on that. Tell your friends and share the content with your friends. Okay. Thanks. Bye for now.
1: Ciao.